I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Welcome to All Rather Mysterious, the podcast that aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. Points to Eleanor. My name is Eleanor Morton. To David. And I am David Reed. Please join us as we present to you mysteries that have baffled the world and puzzled the minds of the very best. Today we bring you closure. And we're back. We're back Finally. again. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to organise these. It really is. I mean Backstreet Boys were right. It's very difficult. Yeah, and Backstreet <laughs> is back. Yeah, All eventually. Right. It took them yeah. long enough. They had to write yeah. a song about how long it took them. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm Maybe just, that's where we're going wrong. I we haven't written any songs about what we're doing. No, no, we've been lax on the old song front. <laughs> um, I've done many other things as well, but the song ones really got to me. Yeah, I just can't face doing songs. No one can. Right. <laughs> I'm just checking the list of the itinerary for today's podcast, and I've mm. noticed yes. that number one is banter. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. great. Okay, yeah. have you got anything? Have you prepared anything? No. Mm. Uh, uh, oh, I've got something. Go on. Guys, what do you do when your glasses steam up with a mask? Oh, I mean, that is a good one. I, I can, I'm really feeling that banter. Because a lot of people mm. have said, "Oh, this is what you do," like, and then it hasn't worked. Hasn't I worked have literally taped my mask to my nose. I've, and it hasn't worked. I've taken my glasses off and hung them on this sort of the, the, the on the, my t-shirt. Yeah, you just have to take them off, don't you? Yeah. Insane. I have adapted like I'm walking through a thick fog <laughs> and <laughs> uh, literally done nothing about it and yeah. just accepted that I have no vision for a while. You can uh, either whenever I drop off my daughter at nursery, hmm. I go, "Oh shit, a mask." I, I'm always meters from the door when <laughs> I remember that. I'm living in a pandemic, yeah. and I put my glasses on. They immediately steam up, and I have to be in sole charge of a toddler uh, <laughs> with no vision uh, for 
for the next three minutes or so. You can either like, see can offload her on a woman. <laughs> you can either see properly or you can be protected from the pandemic that you can't do both. You can't do both. Yeah, yeah. But I, as a man who has his entire life had appallingly bad eyesight, mm. I sort of feel quite comfortable in a thick fog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, it makes everything more mysterious, doesn't it? It does. It, does. Yeah. it makes you feel like you're in an Arctic tundra. <laughs> that's it mm. where we all feel like our most comfortable yeah. I'll I tell you what I don't, know, I don't know why they call it lockdown they should call it lock up am I right yeah they should do uh, the, it's the opposite of the film lock up yeah with Sylvester Stallone it should be called lockdown it should be called lockdown I mean we all got our own warders to fight <laughs> what's that f- it, hang on Sylvester Stallone isn't it one with Guy Pearce called what's that one? Oh. Yeah, you might be right. They might be called the same thing, but there was a Stallone one where Donald Sutherland's the warden and he's crooked. Oh, uh, yeah. There's there's a space prison escape. You're right, there is. With Guy Pearce, where they were sued for it being too like um, a Kurt Russell film. Yes. And that is entirely yeah. fair because Guy Pearce is doing a, to be fair, utterly spot on Kurt Russell impersonation mm. for that entire film. Uh, this isn't a film podcast, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's all right. It's all under the banter section. People love We're it. We're all film nerds, so all banter will be film orientated. That's right. Has, any, has any podcast just transitioned into being a different podcast halfway through? <laughs> oh, loads. Ricky, Ricky Gervais probably does that. Yeah. Kind of like the hijinks that he'd get up he to. He loves a hijink. He does. As long as it's not a foreign hijink, then he won't like it very much. Ooh. They're just jokes. They're just jokes. They're They're you, just it's jokes not my problem people. you're offended. Yeah. No. Anyway, that's anyway. Tick, banter, tick, banter. Tick. So, so Eleanor, I believe you have a mystery that you'd like to... I do. Have either of you heard of the Count of Saint-Germain? No. Or the Comte de Saint-Germain? Is it Saint-Germain? No. That's uh, a football team, isn't it? <laughs> it's mm. a football team. Paris Saint-Germain. Paris Saint-Germain, Saint-Germain yeah. Um, no, it's Is it not the French team. version of Sesame Street? No. <laughs> Are you saying Saint is... Yeah. Street yeah. rather than Saint. Yeah, yeah. He's like, mm, ha ha ha, do ha ha ha. That's that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The count. Ted Cruz. <laughs> I mean, that is the. Um, <laughs> yes. No, you haven't. It's heard of not it. that. Oh, I haven't well, heard of it. No, he then is, I haven't heard of it. I think John might like this because he is mm. considered the uh, historical, real life Doctor Who. Oh, yes. I do like this. Yes, I so. mean, I'm already incredulous. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It might it might fall into the category of the uh, Versailles illusion. The time, time slip, slip yeah. No, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's one of my all-time favourites on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah thank too. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Councilman Germain was an p- uh, adventurer, mm-hmm. an alchemist, a musician... Uh, uh, an aristocrat, a whole bunch of different stuff throughout his life. When is this set? This is... All right, so let's go back to the beginning. Yeah. Uh, A very good place to start. Um, Mm. He was born, they're not quite sure, either 1691 or 1712, so that's about a 20-year gap. Bloody hell. And no one knows his birthplace. Yes, very long. No one knows his birthplace. Uh, He claimed to be from various places but he also claimed to be a transylvanian prince um in which case he if he was the prince he claimed to be he would have been born in 1712 but he starts appearing as the comte de saint-germain um in the 1740s and there are lots and lots of different accounts about him from all over europe but i'm going to mainly focus on the verified ones from people who definitely existed um because i like to do that 
Okay. Yeah, so the first time he appears in England is in 1745 when Horace Walpole, um, he's either the Prime Minister or the son of the Prime Minister. I can't remember which one, but he's, he's a guy right. that existed. He was he was big into gothic stuff, I think, or maybe that was. What like, he liked Sisters of Mercy. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> eyeliner and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, he writes that the uh, that uh, someone has recently been arrested um, because of the uh, Jacobite rebellion is happening at that time, and he says uh, they seized an odd man who goes by the name of Count Saint Germain. He will not tell who he is or whence he came. He is called an Italian, a Spaniard, a Pole, a priest, a fiddler, a vast nobleman. The Prince of Wales has had had unsatiated curiosity about him, but in vain. Mm-hmm. So that's the first time he pops up. Um, and we also have a record of him giving uh, two musical performances in London in 1749. So he definitely wrote music. He was a violinist and there's like a whole bunch of arias and things that he definitely wrote. He's definitely a real person. That's, that's the main thing. Um, Horace also said that he spoke Italian and French, understood Polish, learnt to understand English, uh, but Spanish or Portuguese seemed his natural language. So was he that little tortoise from Duolingo? (laughs) (laughs) It's an owl, isn't it? Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's an owl. Sorry, an owl. He was an owl. Yeah, he's a little owl. Is he Um, called Duo or Lingo? (laughs) That owl. Duo, I think. I think it's his first name and surname. Oh, I see. (laughs) Mr. Duolingo. That's right. Um, he then pops up in 1757 with our old favourite Casanova. Hello. Yeah, bit of fun. Um, who meets him in Paris in 1757 where he says that he meets him and he was a scholar, linguist, musician and chemist. He was good looking and a perfect ladies man. I bet Casanova said he was a cunning linguist. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, I think... I um, think uh, he was he's upgraded jealous. from an alchemist to a chemist by that point. I've noticed. Yeah, that's as a well. very good so point. Yes, he's given yes. up on making gold, and he's now going to make things that actually work. Well, uh, apparently, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> which is a gold mine in itself. It is. Um, apparently, he was very. He was. He liked telling people about some kind of dying uh, method he'd figured out, which was meant to be very good. I don't know enough about dying. When you say dying method, method. do you mean colouring cloth or do you mean, um, (laughs) putting an orange in his mouth and, uh, (laughs) masturbating in the closet? Okay, cool. Um, so, so I I don't know anything about that. No, no, no. It didn't sound like you did. No. No, uh, this extraordinary man, intended by nature to be the king of impostors, would say he was 300 years old, he knew the secret of the universal medicine, I don't know what that is, he could, meet, he could melt diamonds, and I thought him an <laughs> astonishing man. How very useful to be able to melt <laughs> diamonds. Um, well, you know, everyone's got a party piece, don't they? They do. They do. <laughs> How do you melt I mean, bending is, the guy who bends a spoon is mm. going to... Go to walk out of that party in shame when someone melts <laughs> diamonds. You mean off. the Count of Urigella? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, if you knew how to melt diamonds, John, then you'd be the Comte de Saint Germain. So, so I'd put know. them on the soles of my shoes. Do you think a melted diamond would be worth more or less than a cut diamond? I don't know. It or would depend you... what it what it looked like when it was melted. Do you think he just had a bottle of diamond white? 
<laughs> oh, frozen guess. bottle yeah. of diamond white. What is this melted diamond you have brought us? Oh, yeah, yeah that's what it is. It's I think he had a clever. bottle of PVA glue and he used to just let it dry on surfaces. Yes. Um, and then in, the 60, in 1760, he is recorded to be in The Hague in the Netherlands. He uh, sets up some kind of dyeing factory. Again, he can't get off this dye thing. Um, he also decides at that point that he wants to st- he wants to try and broker peace between the UK and France. Um, I don't know why he decided he was, but he was a diplomat apparently as well. I mean, um, he, and he can barely speak English. From no, well, account. well, maybe by this point, let's be fair, he might have sure. done. That's quite a few years on Duolingo. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I, this I, mean, point, I, I don't know about your progress on Duolingo, <laughs> but I've I've managed to get to the point where Duolingo just hassles me. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. why he moves around that. so much. In those days, Duolingo was an actual person who would come to your <laughs> right. house. Right, an actual owl. An actual Monsieur owl. Duolingo, yeah. yeah. An actual yeah. green owl. And now he just hassles me that I'm not learning enough Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he he tries, he, he starts writing letters to the British government, the French government. But for some reason, this gets him banished from the Netherlands for being annoying. Um, so he ends up in London. <laughs> yeah, I know. You have to be quite... <laughs> annoying for it to reach banishment levels, don't you? <laughs> um, what was the name of that little annoyed German boy we talked about before? Or was oh, Casper Hauser. Hauser. Another, Hauser. another one Hauser. of mine. Yeah, yeah that yeah. level of annoying. Yeah, when everyone My... stabs you to death. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> My speciality is annoying people through history. Yeah, that's um, it. He, he then travels around, uh, he goes to London and then he travels around various places all over Europe. In 1779, he is pals with prince charles of hesse kissel right. isn't he nearly 100 years old at this point he could be yeah uh, um okay. but he's still walking it, this is all documented so this is definitely things that happened um he sounds he's, like uh, the tommy wise out of the uh, 17th oh, and 18th what, yeah century. yeah no because <laughs> he cause just he an ageless his... gobshite <laughs> Because he made his fortune in in leather jackets or something, and that's how. Well, he no one really knows, but yeah. Yeah, so maybe yeah, yeah. yeah maybe there's a an elixir. Maybe Tommy Wiseau's an alchemist. I did, that's I did not melt that diamond. I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> oh hi, Mark. <laughs> um, he the, this prince of you know a, a part of Germany um, yeah. gives him a lab and a factory for his fun dye experiments. Um, Apparently, according to the prince, Germain told him that he was the son of the Transylvanian prince Francis. Oh God, I'll get this wrong. Francis the Second Rakocci, Rakocci, and was eighty-eight in seventeen seventy-nine. So yeah, he would have been pretty old if if that was all correct. Mm -hmm. He then died in seventeen eighty-four. Did he did he pass away? Did he he go to a different (laughs) colour? Yes. it's he, a proper joke. We set it up and yeah. everything. Oh, no, I did it wrong. Uh, he pa- he passed from this mortal coil. Um, ah. And what colour was he? Sort of purplish blue colour. Okay, uh, that's quite snazzy. Sort of yeah, tie-dyed. Yeah. It's very expensive. <laughs> in those days, if you got co- if you got found in a cupboard with a tie around your neck wanking, it was tie you it was tie dyed. You tie dyed. Oh, yeah, that's right. You tie dyed. Yeah. Uh, well, it would be a cravat, wouldn't it? Good point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he dies in 1784 <laughs> and all his possessions are auctioned off because he's got no known family but this is not where his story ends wow. Be- oh, wow. because <laughs> he was seen during the French Revolution no he wasn't yes he was <laughs> and he always looked 
Shut up, John. Sorry. <laughs> um, in 70, well, sorry, before that, in 1785, that's a year after he died, he was listed on the register for a Masonic uh, convention in Paris in 1875 by Dr. E.E. E. Eckert and two other people separately recorded seeing him at this convention. Um, Is that the guy who started that phone network? <laughs> that's <laughs> yes. right, yeah. yeah. It's my phone network, actually. And you mine, know what? Yeah. It's absolutely fine. That's what I'd say about that. It is fine. Yeah, I switched from it because it was absolute garbage. <laughs> Don't say that. They might sponsor us. Yeah. Okay, sorry. It, it, it wasn't garbage, <laughs> so I left. Okay, good. Thank you. Well, uh, before they f- set up that, they saw an undead council in Germain who reportedly only no, always hang on, looked that's between a stretch. the yeah. ages of 40 and 50. Okay. Are you sure it wasn't just someone that looked like him? No, oh. because it's a mystery. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, sorry. In, in 1786, <laughs> two years after he died, he had apparently had a meeting with uh, the Empress of Russia. That was Catherine the Great. Um, and then in 1788, the Count de Chalons claims to have spoken to him in Venice. Although, to be fair, I did Google this and I couldn't find a record of this specific count. Um so someone who didn't exist spoke to him two years after he died. Well, we don't. Well, I just couldn't find a record for him. Mm. So you know, I don't imagine. Yeah. Maybe he um, died them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then in and then the sightings continue. In eighteen twenty, he's seen by uh, an English writer called Albert Van Dam, who meets him in Paris and uh, says he calls himself Major Fraser, but he's very like the Count Saint Germain. He says his memory was absolutely incredible. He has told me he has known Nero and has spoken with Dante and so on. Um, mm. And then we get a few more of these. In 1860, the poet Edward Bowler Lytton, Baron Lytton, he's the one who came up with the line, it was a dark and stormy night. Mm. Um, he claims to have met him. Wasn't that Don McLean? <laughs> that's that's right. That's the man. Yeah. Uh, 1817. Napoleon III is so interested in the count that he puts together a committee to try and figure out who he is. Uh, I, I mean, there's no record of that going anywhere. Dying business. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 1914, there's a sort of folklore legend that he was captured by two German soldiers during the Second World War, and he predicted to them the end of the war, the d- depression, and World War Two, and then they let him go. Wow. So how do these people know that this person looks like uh, the Count? That's a very good question. And I would say to that, I don't know. Is there a painting of of him? There is is an engraving of him, yes. An engraving? engraving. Mm. Yes. I I know when I see somebody who looks a little bit like an engraving (laughs) that I go hell for leather on demanding they are the same person <laughs> who's clearly high, been dead a hundred years high quality engraving yeah, <laughs> really, really high def high def <laughs> engraving he was made of metal yeah <laughs> well he tried to and he was, it and he was in a park bench as he walked along I tell you what the T-1000 would have been a particular kind of creepy if he was engraved he would, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah don't say that they'll make the next Terminator film about that uh, but okay, they go back in time, so it's uh, yeah. It's about time Terminator went back to you know Barry Lyndon times. Yeah. <laughs> um, myths uh, d- d- developed around the Constant Germain was that he was immortal, a vampire, the Wandering Jew, an alchemist, Nicholas Flamel, a seer, the son of an Italian princess, a Spanish Jesuit, an Alsatian called Simon Wolf. 
the marquee de... Hang on, hang you can't say that and move on so quickly. You can't be no, I'm, you I'm... can't be what a mess. The dog. <laughs> Alsatia is a region in Germany. Oh, oh like saying no. he's a Labrador. Uh Okay. Or like a great day. Like saying he's a great day. He was a yeah. Yorkshire Terrier. <laughs> yeah, a, a West Highland Yeah, Scot- he was a Scotty. Scotty he was one of yes. those Scotty people. Yeah, <laughs> he was a Doberman and he did a lot of pinching. Uh, oh, very good. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, and Merlin. So that's the right. few of the things. Yeah. Um, Madame Blavatsky, do you guys know about her? No. She was a sort of famous mystic, weird kind of lady. Uh, anyway, she claims to have met him in 1896, and she always told the truth. So, right. um, mystics famously tell. The truth. <laughs> but the the sightings continued right up until the present day. In 1972, a man went on French TV claiming to be him. Right. Mm. Uh, it, it turns out he wasn't. Why would he lie? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it's another one of these, Alan. It is. It is. One where... it is. No, you've listen, just, no, listen. You've listen. just networked some gobshites and come up with a story, haven't you? Um, in 19... Where have I... Oh, I had some other modern ones. In 1987, ones. he was signing on in Chelmsford. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, being a mortal is expensive, I imagine. I imagine so. it is. 
if you've watched Highlander, you just sell all of your possessions as antiques and you're mm -hmm. really oh, rich. Oh, yeah, that's, that's clever, actually. But you have to watch Dear Heather Die in Your Arms. Oh, <laughs> that's yes. It. Oh, poor Heather. Poor Heather. I haven't actually seen Highlander. What? You're what? Scottish, you're supposed to. <laughs> it's it's 40% of your culture. It's your um, national film. I've heard that Sean Connery plays a Spaniard, though. That's right, isn't he it? He plays yeah, a... He plays an Egyptian mm. who is a Spanish Sorry. peacock. Mm. Um, he's courtier to the king of Spain. Yeah, the, he's chief Spain. metallurgist to the king of Spain. That's right, yeah. Yes. But he's an Egyptian. Yeah. And he doesn't know what haggish is. Haggish. No. Haggish. Shouts revolting. Um, uh, it's a wonderful film. Hmm. No, I mean, you've really sold it to me, I think. So. It's one of my favourites. Is it? I, yeah, yeah, I, I think I mean, so. It's certainly got a following. I'll say that for it. Um, I'm so loaded. <laughs> yeah, so Maybe like. I will watch it. Um, you, you were implying it has a following of nonsense. Yeah. That's what you were yeah, implying. Was, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah really. You, it, it was a lip well, no, no, through your listen, toes. Listen, mm. That's what you read into that, isn't it? So. Yes, but I, I am a famously good reader of character. <laughs> um, look, this, then, this story uh, is, is fascinating. A man, got, a man I've only got who, a couple more... Oh, you've got, God, there's more. There's more sightings. Just, yes, just I mean, I can't, say, I can't see how there could be less, but you're telling me there's more. <laughs> he was there, riding there a brontosaurus more, in Rio. <laughs> there are more sightings that I have mentioned, but I, mm. I only mentioned the most credible ones. Uh, um, the most <laughs> right, credible. Right, uh, in 2014, a Czech oh. composer whose yeah. name I can't find because... Uh, oh yes, Was he David, being played by Peter Capaldi at this point? <laughs> David... Navisky, I think. A Czech composer met him in 2014. Uh, and that's that's the late. Well, that's one of the latest ones, but I think other people have claimed to anyway. Where did he meet him? Uh, it Online? didn't say on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> on MSN? Yeah, it could be. Not what is MSN. his Twitter handle? Oh, I've actually met him. Oh, I bet there is a He sounds like him. the kind of uh, story that art students think is brilliant. <laughs> and so... Endless generations of art students have claimed to be him until they grow up and get debt and, <laughs> and, and have to get a job. I, it, yeah. There was it's, no. There was records of several different people who claimed to be him and also wrote under the name the Count Saint Germain. Right, but uh, haven't hundreds of people claimed to be Abraham Lincoln because they're mentally ill? Hmm. Yes. Like literally but... hundreds. So if this is a well-known story in France. You're you're literally listing ill people. <laughs> <laughs> the only difference between that and, and Abraham Lincoln is that the Council of Germain claimed to be an immortal while he was still alive. Mm. Sure. So to be fair, he did set himself up for this a bit. Did anyone else who was the Count of Saint Germain carry on with the dying business, or did that stop? That's a great question. You know what? It would I didn't find any records, but it wouldn't have, mm. it wouldn't have been great if he really had made a breakthrough there. Mm. Well, because it sounds to me like he was in his lifetime was a bit of a gobshite industrialist mm. who had a, a legitimately mundane dying business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then after his death, people have just sort of carried on his lies. He's but, basically Kirk sent, you know, sent Moritz from Dear John. Uh. I don't get that reference, but I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Everyone listening will. John, I, I thought, you know, you'd be up on this. You know, he's a time-travelling immortal. He's <sighs> always got a lovely lady at his arm. Has he, uh, though? Is he Doctor? You're trying to say he's Doctor Who, but I don't remember <laughs> yeah. Doctor Who having a dying business. I admittedly say I haven't watched the early ones. Hmm. You know, so yeah, well, he might, clearly... it might be it might feature heavily in the original 
episodes to of the Cybermen fair, or whatever, but Doctor Who keeps having to get to back for his dying Ellen, business. To be fair to Ellen, the first couple of series of Doctor Who are a bit bogged down because he's got a small pottery business. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so that's okay. why you're embarrassing yourself, David. I you stand correct. The William Hartnell ones. They're all regional industry. Based. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Men in big sideburns and hats. Educational. Mm. Um, yeah. But you're not buying that, uh, John. Yeah. No. <laughs> I need no, to get back to submit my quarterly VAT returns. This is a bloke who was a dickhead and then he died. I mean, even mm. if it was him that died the first time, he might have died years before. Because mm-hmm. by the sounds of it, he died when he was about 95. He was certainly old. And in those mm. days, people rarely lived to be over 90. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I, I, I suspect it wasn't even the same bloke who died first time. You know, there's even whole Reddit threads where people claim to have met him today, which I think is quite fun. Uh, I mean, I, it's, I mean, it's it's a fun little game, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah. It's a it's a fun meme in, in the original <laughs> context of of memes rather it's like than you know, gifs. Um, oh God, that was fun. That was just purpleacky. What's that? He, he was a very strange, eccentric man. In Liverpool. In Liverpool, he used to measure people's. He used to touch people's muscles. He used ah. to fill people up, and yeah. it was weird. It was weird. But it became a documentary so and a meme, and he was doing something right. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, okay. So, do you think who? I was going to say who is the present day equivalent of the Count of Saint Germain? Well, Yuri Geller. Yuri Geller. I was going to oh, say no, yes. Yeah. Really? Someone who claims. Yeah. Someone who claims something false. That's or David Icke. <laughs> Oh, well, David Icke claims them about other people, though. That yeah, I don't think true. in 200 years someone's going to be, I'm David Icke. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. Yeah, he has. Um, he is a quite a, a boring man, it seems, apart from his insane theories. So. Yeah, I mean, if you said to me he stormed the battlements uh, battle and killed 100 men, I'd be mm. like, oh, okay, but if he's just running a fairly mundane dying business. Well, no, he was also, no, listen, he was also a mm. musician, a very good musician. He's yeah. got lots of languages. Mm. He's a bit of a ladies' man, according to Casanova, and he would know. He would know, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so. And actually, he was played by David Tennant, who is Doctor Who. So yeah. Yes, so you there. see, it all, it all connects up. It yeah. all connects in a uh. meaningful way, definitely in a meaningful <laughs> way. It connects. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's. It's just a bloke who died a long time ago and then people have pretended to be him. All right. Well, or he could be Loki, the god of mischief. Yeah, Those are see? the two options I'm yeah. willing to uh, consider. <laughs> or a Highlander. Uh, I love yeah, that they're called Highlanders, Highlanders even yeah. though only one of them was Only one of them the Highlander. What about that bloke from Africa who he fights halfway through? He doesn't fight him. That's his best friend. Oh, that's his best he friend. gets killed by yeah. the Kurgan. That's right. So is the Kurgan... The Kurgan is a Highlander, though. No, the Kurgan is immortal, but the Kurgan is from Russia. Anyway, they're all from that planet, David. It must oh, be don't depressing. talk to me about the sequel. It's called Zippy or something, the planet. Yeah, that's right, planet Zippy. <laughs> <laughs> In the Bungle Nebula. That's right. <laughs> uh, you know, it's really sad because Highlanders are actual people and none of them are immortal. It just must be quite depressing. Well, in a way they are, because if you think of people like um, William Wallace... His, his not spirit, a Highlander. His spirit is immortal. Yeah, Why is William Wallace not a Highlander? Well, I think he was from um, the well lower down Perthshire, wasn't he? Kent was he? Oh, yeah, Kent. Kent. <laughs> well, he he was posh, so I'm afraid he would yeah. have spe- spoken French probably. Yes. He was a nobleman, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was. was. It was. It was a Norman. Mm. He definitely uh, wouldn't have had biker hair. No, <laughs> that's for certain. 
Uh, or, or, but, but Christopher Lambert did speak French, to be fair to him. So, Christophe Lambert. Yeah. He was from lots of places. Yeah. <laughs> Stop <laughs> rocking the boat, you stupid aggies. <laughs> Love him in that film. This makes no sense. Well, you um, are the master race, Jack. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, uh, it's I'll a kind of magic. It's <laughs> a great saying... film. Why can't we talk about that? <laughs> Why can't we talk about films instead of this bullshit Ellen yeah. has brought to our table? <laughs> I, you say once again that I have brought you something that's potentially no, look, I love this. nothing. <laughs> this is the highlight of my year. Mm, mm. It's like it's like a, 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 when a sort of an eclipse happens. It's like Eleanor brings a mystery that's not a mystery, <laughs> but it's it's very well researched in her. Thank you. Yeah, plus yeah to your credit, Eleanor, mm. the bullshit I bring next week is going to be in no way yeah, as well good, researched. Good same point. Same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you've got Horace Walpole and Casanova as your sources, do you no, guys? No, really definitely not. No. no, no, no. There we go. Great, good, cool. So, can I just ask though? Let's dig yes. a bit deeper mm. into this. Okay. Do you do you countenance the idea that this is an immortal being walking amongst us? Um, I mean, in in a fantasy world where I believe everything, yes. Right. right. And how about on this podcast? <laughs> um. No, he's no, he's probably just dead, isn't he? Right, but, yeah. I think it's, there is something quite fun in it being an unspoken game that uh, people play that where they decide that it's happened repeatedly mm. that people have That's pretended like. to be someone. That's yeah. quite a legacy, I think, yeah. to leave behind. Considering you just had a dying business, <laughs> like I've. Like, that's that's not glamorous. Like, being in the cloth industry isn't glamorous. I mean, they used to have to fix dyes with urine. Mm. So he that's exhausted. not... He he would have stank. Yeah, no, he would. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, he's really sexed up a, a thing that I think most people would agree is, is pretty dull. I mean, yeah. it's uh, a bit like people in a um, hundred years' time saying, I am Mike Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> people going, okay, nice yeah. to meet you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do think, to be fair, uh, the Constantinian did have did have a bit of charisma and charm to him. It's but he didn't have slugs you're saying a reputation. Like, I no, think there's no. got to be something in it for the charlatan to say, I am the Count de Saint-Germain. Also, Count in, de Saint-Germain's quite sexy in itself, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It, would be, it would be like somebody in 2080 saying, I am... Uh, I, I am World Wrestling's The Undertaker. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You know, an immortal being who walks amongst us and is quite charismatic. Kelsey Grammer, yeah. <laughs> he looks exactly like Kelsey Grammer these days. Yes. I mean, I mean, the fun thing about this is the, in the past it was much harder to prove mm. anything at all. So, you know, yeah. nowadays it's quite easy to prove. Well, the one thing we find out about the people from the past that remains uh, a fact is that they were all fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Compared to you now, when yeah. truth truth wins, doesn't yeah, it? That's right. I mean, these I mean, days, wall-to-wall geniuses nowadays. Wear a mask, right, guys? Yeah. You're yeah. such a sheep, John. I know. You also, everything the BBC tells you. I do. You. I do. <laughs> I do. Also, get your vaccine, especially the Bill Gates one, because you will get regular updates. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, open your eyes. Yeah. I but, mean. David shouldn't get it because he's Apple, so that would That's right. up the system, wouldn't it? <laughs> I am Apple. Sorry. I am Apple. <laughs> Sorry, I hate, you're I like Neo Apple. at the end of the Matrix. Yeah, I mean, you are. <laughs> I am you are, Apple. 
you are back referencing our sound check rather than oh, yeah. anything yeah. we've recorded. So yeah. Yeah. people are going to be very confused right now. I don't yeah. know. I think it's a pretty simple concept. If they're listening at all, they're probably turned off by this point. David has Apple products. That's not. I have Apple products and I hate them. I have Apple products <laughs> and I like them. Yeah. I have none. Mine don't work, John. I don't. None of it works. Mine but it works. also won't let me fix it. You've become very <laughs> cantankerous in your old age. Look, I am old now, hmm. and but I I have very few skills in this life and a small amount of sound tech skill is something i have won awards for i've never told you that before i've mostly banged on about scuba diving and (laughs) the fact i can't do anything with an apple product infuriates me i mean you are talking about an ipad which is a single use product really oh yeah you're supposed to play angry birds and put it in a skip exactly yeah yeah it's a burner phone, an iPad. Yeah, it? it is, yeah. You in, snap it in, in half. In the sound tech world, speaking yeah. to your drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> On your knee. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in a small bin and walk away, making mm. sure the feds aren't in a beat-up car across the road. So the Carrot Saint Germain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are the theories, Eleanor? Well, there are a lot of theories out there. People are very big on this mystery. And if you Google it, there are a lot of websites that are trying to figure that out. And I would say, I have no clue. What mm. are your theories, John? Well, I think it's Loki, the god of mischief. That's a good. That's good. I have like you that. been paid to promote the Loki TV show ahead of its release? <laughs> well, funnily, you should say that. <laughs> because if you watch the trailer for Loki, in inverted yes. commas, he's D.B. Cooper in it. He is D.B. Cooper. Is he? Our very yeah. first episode. Oh, yeah. my God. He's basically... The, it's Time Bandits, isn't it? He's yeah. being he's being evil Quantum Leap mm. is basically the picture. I know that I've worked with the director of Loki. Mm. She and I made a, frankly, terrible uh, sci-fi short film years ago. Oh. And then she directed Sex Education, and now she's doing phenomenally well. Yeah. She's a very nice, talented lady. Couldn't she have um, got your part in Sex Education? Well, she you didn't bother, ask, did she? You can't so. ask that, John. You can't ask that. Yeah, why can't you ask that? Well, it's actors, isn't it? You can't ask them things like that. Why not? Why well, are you talking know. like you're not an actor? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're an actor. Oh, balls. Um, <laughs> why aren't yeah, you but... in sex education? Uh, <laughs> yeah, justify yourself. <laughs> what are your theories, David? Well, oh, my theory. The subject there. No, look, yeah. I, I, that, look, you know what, Eleanor? The more I thought about this, the more it has piqued my interest, but not yeah, for any you. of the reasons you brought it to. <laughs> like, I think, I think this character was yeah. one of those rare breeds of people who is charismatic enough for their legacy, their reputation, to outlive them to the point where dull people just want to be part of that legend of being an immortal being so have repeatedly through no uh, great conspiracy or communication with one another pretended to be (laughs) decades and even hundreds of years apart and i think that's kind of wonderful yeah and and can any of us say that someone will pretend to be us when we're dead i can categorically (laughs) say no one will pretend to be me no one wants to be when i'm alive (laughs) not even john no no, it's, it's like living in a prison in, within a prison. Somebody <laughs> set up a Twitter account for my dog. That's as close as I'll get. Really? What? Who did? Yeah. So, do I you don't know who know it was? Me. No. Are you sure it is wasn't your dog on your iPad? That... No, it was my... <laughs> no, they, they, there's, it still exists. It's still on Twitter. They still tweet woof at me occasionally. That's Aww. fucking weird. Do you, yeah, well, you I, think that's I, cute or weird? 
Well, I don't no want... I, if they're a big fan of something I've done, I don't want to shit on them from a high height. But <laughs> I didn't... I, I didn't find it endearing. I didn't know what to do with it, to be honest. Because yeah, it's I my mean, dog, right? That's mm. not... That's I have a personal relationship. That's a member of my family. <laughs> I have a personal relationship with that. You are not him. So it's a bit weird. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I see but that. Yeah. What can you yeah. do? He's asleep on the sofa opposite Aww, me. Aww, hiya. Aww. Yeah. He's locked his account. And <laughs> he has locked his account. <laughs> I'm going to follow him now. If he wakes up and then there's a tweet, are you going to get a bit freaked out? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, lo- he's locked out, as you say. He, yeah. he kept inciting riots. Oh, so. okay. A bit racist as well. Bit ra- <laughs> no, no, he's very, very careful with the language he chooses. Is he anti-cat? Because that would get you locked out of the internet. Yeah. You know what? He's anti-most dogs. I find it a bit oh. embarrassing. Oh, I've only met him once, but he was very cute. Oh, he still is. Yeah. Sweetheart. You're not allowed to say his name on air, though, are you? No. <laughs> I have to pay him a pound. If I... <laughs> he's, he's got you over, his, over a barrel, hasn't he? Oh, really? very, yeah. liti- very litigious. <laughs> a mug. Um, yeah. His name's Buddy. Uh, Aww. He Well, yeah. fans of my old podcast, Film Fandango, will know him well because he was literally a weeks old puppy when we started doing that. So... Aww. Uh, and he is now nearly nine. Oh my god! Aww. I know. I know. Do you know I am? I am disappointed that friends of mine have, have obtained puppies during this lockdown, and I will not get to see them as puppies yeah. because of the lockdown. Uh, yeah, they turn well, into dogs very quickly. Mm, very yeah. short window. At least they don't turn into cats. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, another bread bin. Who wants that? No one wants that. No I, one wants I two even bread got bins. One. No, neither have I. No. I don't have a bread bin. We keep no. ours in the fridge. I know that's controversial. We keep ours in the fridge. Hang on. Okay. Um, you keep John? a bread bin in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise it might go off, John. You don't want, you don't want a rotting bread bin on your counter. But, is there bread in it? No, of course not. So there's just a bread bin in the fridge. Okay. Okay. Fine. It must be a Scottish thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we keep Scottish loaf in it. Of course. Which is, which Scottish is only good loaf. toasted. McCovis. That's that's it. <laughs> it's a well-known fact. You put Murkaft before everything, and it's Scottish. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like S- son of Hovis. That's what that means. It does mean son of Hovis, and it means somebody fucked a Hovis. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I lived in Scotland for five years, and I know that's definitely. Hang on, are true. you suggest? Are you suggesting that it's in bread? Yes. yes. Two dropping jokes. <laughs> that works. Two. We are flying. So, yeah. I think we solved it, though. Oh, definitely. What would what did we say? Look, I, th- I think br- he was, he was just... bred. <laughs> he was bred. Uh, no, I know. I'm saying I think he he was some eccentric, normal bloke who tried to make life a bit of fun, and yeah. that has that has lasted. That yeah. has worked. I don't think he's immortal, but his his name has lived on, hasn't it? And inspired future generations to be as weird as he was. I mean, exactly. I couldn't agree with you more, despite the fact I'd never heard of him. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not French, you know. No. Like I mean, I I've heard he of Asterix. Mm. Yes. Um, but I've never pretended to be him. I wouldn't <laughs> have the gall to pretend I know who he is. Hey. Oh my god, you are just <laughs> punning fire. it out of the park tonight. <laughs> you must have had all these these puns that you've just like had to hold in for yeah, months on I end. I had pun blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
So uh, yeah, I, 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 I like David's idea. But it's you know, super boring. It's romantic rather than mysterious. But, all right, yeah, all right. That's I'll, what I'm going for. Since we haven't spoken in a long time, and hey, I've missed you guys. So I'll back Aww. you both. Oh, thanks. Yeah. A tie. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's, that's closure then. Done it. Tick. Yeah. You know, even though that was obvious from the beginning, that's what we've drawn as a conclusion. <laughs> Well, hey, sometimes know, you... the most obvious answer is the truth. Just ask Fox Mulder. <laughs> That's you right. never, mm. you, hey, listen, guys, you know, I'm pretty sure there's a market for mysteries that are not mysteries, and I have cornered it. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank you. You're in, very, you're in many ways the Count of Saint Germain of non mysteries. <laughs> um, merci beaucoup. Ah. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's another mystery sold for you. I like the way I actually refer to them as ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Just fancy, Rather yeah. Other than you lot. Yeah. Them. Um, them. Uh, I was doing a sort of grimace face, um, <laughs> which doesn't quite, you know, communicate over audio. Um, yeah, well, we'll see you next time for more mysteries. Until then, keep following us uh, uh, at RatherPod. All RatherPod, isn't it? All RatherPod. Always At get that all wrong. rather pod. Right. Thank you, David. You're <laughs> See, we were both wrong. www.twitter.com http forward slash forward slash all rather pod. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, please dig into our other episodes where when the Loki series does appear next year, I think, um, you can go back and listen to what actually happened rather than yeah, we've got a lot of Marvel content to look forward to before then, guys. So check out our future podcasts for discussions yeah. about that because we've got Falcon and Winter Soldiers coming out. Um, <laughs> yep. And then we've got... Uh, I don't know. Um, what have we got? We've got the Hawkeye series. Who, do, who is it looking forward to that? I can't wait. He was my favourite character. Oh, He's no my one's God. favourite character, right? The way he was introduced and then immediately mind-wiped just mm. made me want to know more about the character. Yeah. <laughs> and his little cameo he has in the first Thor film where he's up on a cherry He's picker. in a bucket, isn't he? He's in a bucket. In a yeah. bucket. I was so Big excited. Bucket. I was so jazzed. Oh, he nearly did something and then they called him off. What? You mean he's got an arrow and a bow? Wow. And a bucket. And the a bucket, bucket doesn't come back and that's when I lost <laughs> well, it. Well, it is an accessory when you get the toy, though. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I hear that about Jer- Jeremy Renner. He comes in a little bucket. <laughs> Poor Jeremy. He's had a tough time. No, he hasn't. He has, has he? He released an awful single. <laughs> that is a tough time. Mm. Mm. Anyway, uh, we'll see Sorry. you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you.
I'm Keza McDonald. And I'm Ellie Gibson. And this is our new show, Extra Life. It's basically us talking to funny people about video games. When I was a kid, it was Grand Theft Auto. There's Sinclair ZX Spectrum. We talk about the games people remember from when they were kids and what they're playing now. Guitar Hero. The Last of Us 2. Combat on the Atari 2600. No, I love Pokemon. Anyway, find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Extra Life. GreatBigOwl.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.